from 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hand sample to dr jeffrey meldrum you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome to the Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. I'm Don, with me as always is Blake. Hey, Don. Hey, Blake. And for our special Christmas episode this week, our special guest, Denise, will be presenting us with a Christmas-themed cryptid, I do believe. Correct, Denise? Yes. Feliz Navidad, listeners. Don't you bring that shit here. You speak English. <laughs> I didn't start singing. You fine. You speak English on this podcast. Oh, so I was I, thinking, I, I heard that the other day at a restaurant, and for a long time I've been like, you know... That this song must have been written by white people because the, all of the lyrics are just "Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas" over and over and over again. There's no way that like Mexican people wrote a song that's 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 that basic. <laughs> and then I realized that "We Wish You a Merry Christmas" is just that over and over and over again. And jingle yeah. bells. Yeah, so like maybe it was actually written by Mexicans who are exactly as uncreative as all the people that wrote the shittiest of our Christmas songs. Or yeah, Christmas there's... songs in and of themselves are just so terrible universally. Yeah, lameness is not specific hey, to any one culture. You know, like, I don't like hear how you're implying that Mariah Carey is not a Christmas genius. I'm not implying that. I'm just fucking saying it. Uh, well, all I want for Christmas is no longer you. That's well, it. that's oh. fair, because I'm not going to be under your Christmas tree in that weird outfit she has where you... she's just wearing a sweater and no pants. Joke's on you, because I can't have a Christmas tree, because my dogs and cats would eat it. <laughs> which, which one would get it first? Do you think the dog would just accidentally knock it over first, well, and then the cats last would use time that opportunity tried, to pounce on all the bits? Uh, last time we tried, Castiel, the white cat, ate all of the fake pine needles, and then was pooping nothing but pine needles for a week. <laughs> And then Rowdy, the first dog, chewed through the electrical plug, so it didn't light up anymore. That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. Well, so. joke's on you. I don't have a Christmas tree because my husband's an atheist and I'm a pagan. So, there you go. So, we're both atheists. We like Christmas trees. You can still have Yeah, a you guys Yule. are weird. Shut you could have a Yule tree. Uh, I could, but I also have cats, and I don't want to waste money on something that's just going to sit in my house and die. You could have a Festivus pole, Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. It's a pain in the ass. I don't really care either way. I just like Christmas. I, always so, I don't need a tree. Do you, but what about stuff? I like the stuff yeah, part. That's kind of cool. Okay, Although see, I can take I, that or I leave hate- it. Because I don't stuff. want to have to buy presents for other people. <laughs> See, you're just like, you don't buy me anything, I won't buy you anything. We'll be yeah, even. sounds perfect. Yeah. yeah. I just don't want that responsibility of, wow, oh, you no, got but, me something great. But your mom always buys you stuff. I really yeah. hate it when you work somewhere and then, like, there's always one office lady who's like, we're doing Christmas. And I'm like, how about we don't? Yeah. No, we're not, How about Karen? you don't get me shit? Um, Why don't you toddle, toddle back up to accounting and leave us the hell alone, Karen? <laughs> One of my old jobs, we do a a, a like opt in secret Santa every year, and no, mm-hmm. like, it was good. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody judged you if you didn't, because we, we were social workers. We didn't get paid that much. 
Uh, but yeah. but the rule was two five dollar presents and a fifteen dollar present. Oh, like stagger over the course of the month. And I knew the person I had uh, would be really annoyed with me if I got ridiculous presents. So naturally I did. And then I got her a really good $15 present. But my first mm-hmm. present was a $5 toilet seat, <laughs> which I was later reported she actually used when her toilet seat broke. So, ha-ha, joke's on you. And her second present was five $1 DVDs of old Fleischer Superman cartoons. <laughs> but then I got her a CD she really wanted, so it was all cool. See, last year I had um, the lady in our office was like, oh, we're all pitching in for the boss to get him a present. I'm like, the boss makes four times as much as me. I'm not giving him shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does he need? Another 3D TV for his other boat? <laughs> right? Fuck that guy. <laughs> but so Blake... I hate Christmas, which is why I suggested this particular animal. Okay. What do you got? <laughs> okay. So I'm going to put a, a rhetorical question to you guys who already know what my animal is. Um, what would you say is the best known cryptid? Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot. I think it's clear. You guys are you're so wrong because Bigfoot's not tracked yearly by no rad. Yeah, he is. San- yep. Oh, Santa. No, Bigfoot is. Yeah, nope. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty this sure. It's the, ra- it's, the ra- it's the reindeer. I'm pretty sure Bigfoot is. is tracked by no rad year round. <laughs> if you can find me the no rad site for that, I will I will give that to you. All right, I'm going to get on that right now. You talk. <laughs> He's still, still at the North Pole. <laughs> 365 days a year that's where he is just that, that would one be time a crazy, a crazy easy website to update <laughs> that's the north pole still He's still there <laughs> all right so you did guess right it is the flying reindeer um all of the them prim- or any in particular uh just in general as a thing because i i don't know if you've noticed this reindeer don't fucking fly I have noticed this. Yeah, there are are like 86 million unidentified animals in the world, and none of them are flying reindeer, as far as we know. I'm just going to say I've never seen a reindeer in person, I don't think, so I cannot vouch for that supposed fact. (laughs) These are facts. All right, so the primary source for these creatures is Clement Moore, who wrote a terrible poem in 1823 called A Visit from St. Nicholas. Um, in this, they're described as being tiny, capable yeah. of flight, mm-hmm. and towing a fully laden sleigh with an overweight home invader. Yeah. They uh, they manage to circumnavigate the globe, stopping at every virtuous Christian child's home once a year at night. So, yeah, I'm with you. That's a lot of things. That's a lot of claims. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. I, don't, more. I do not see why those are extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Those all make all perfect right. sense. Oh, by the way... Uh, Check the chat, bitch. I just sent you the No Rad Bigfoot site. Oh, shit, son. <laughs> Homeland I have Defenders. Been, I have been played. Washington Air National He's... Guard. The Western Air Defense Sector adopted the mascot of Bigfoot and operates 24 hours a day, seven days a week, monitoring the skies of 73% of the United States and Canada. <laughs> that is Bigfoot horrifying. Is that is a doing... horrifying use of resources. Bigfoot is doing the monitoring. Man, they went with a really jacked Bigfoot. He logo is so too. yeah, like the dude from last week would want to fuck this Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm just saying, if Bigfoot's being tracked that uh, that heavily, why the fuck haven't we? Why isn't he on like TV shows, like as in for real ones, not just in search of? They could just like knock on his door with this. So cryptid fighting game. This is what Bigfoot looks like. Yeah, I think <laughs> Quentin Tarantino would fuck that Bigfoot too. Look at the. And toes. He has some killer combos. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So, no, they're not tracking Bigfoot. It's just a tracking station that has a mascot that is Bigfoot. But it, mm. it, it's definitely a weird tie between No Red and Bigfoot I did not expect to find. Bigfoot country. <laughs> well, this, this station is somewhere in, in Washington. Washington. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, like yeah somewhere around Puget Sound. Okay. Where they don't have any other excellent animals they could just go ahead and use as a mascot, I guess. Uh, uh, this it, is... mentions, it mentions in their Bigfoot description that he's often described as powerfully built well yeah <laughs> which i think they they really ran with that part of the description look look your seattle animal options are powerfully built bigfoot and then you have bill gates and jeff bezos neither of which are powerfully built or the so, gooey duck <laughs> well he's pretty powerfully built just a floppy shelled dick That'd be a fantastic mascot for a no-rat outpost. I know. I know. Mollusk nerds. It's a siphon, but that's not what it looks like. No, it definitely looks like a dick. It's a dick. All right. Let's get into details. (laughs) Well, first got to find out where Santa's at. (laughs) So how tiny are these reindeer? Uh, I'm going to go with diker-sized. Okay. So... That came up later, because <laughs> my first thought was that they were some kind of mutated Svalbard reindeer, because those are the smallest ones on record, okay. um, and they live in the proper area. They're also known for being sensitive to pollutants, given that they're the only grazing animal in that habitat in the Arctic. So what we could be looking at is like a deer toxic avenger, which I thought was great. Um, but the problem, as Don has alluded to, is one of size because mm-hmm. the female Svalbard reindeer are about five and a half feet tall and like 150 pounds. I'm guessing they're still that's still smaller than the males. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but they have to be female because they have antlers in winter. Ah, okay. And and male reindeer shed theirs in fall, I think. So, you know, all all of you guys were like, oh, Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and shit. Those are all chicks. <laughs> yeah. So it's fine if you draw them erotically. (laughs) (laughs) No men reindeer, though. Don't you draw those sexy men reindeer. That's fucked up. Just don't post any of this on Tumblr after tomorrow. No. Well, I mean, unless they're men. Then it's weeks ago. Yes. I was going to say, I I broke kayfabe. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hey, Blake, Um, isn't isn't Svalbard, wasn't there an outpost there in World War II? In where? Uh, Svalbard, where the, the Svalbard reindeer hail from. It's a, uh, it sounds bale, familiar. Like a weather station or something. Is that what you're thinking? Uh, yes. Here, yeah, I just looked it up. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. It's just something that rung a bell. Anyway. That's, that's fine. Back to um, the so if you had eight of these little fuckers, that would be 1,200 pounds on your roof, not counting the sleigh, not counting its obese occupant, and not counting the combined weight of all the toys for every Christian child in the world. Well, I mean, look. So, okay. One... <sighs> How many of the Christian children are actually virtuous? They're, they're kids. Kids can be real yeah. shitty. But then on the other hand, coal is dense. <laughs> so that's a fact. Let's 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 do some. I'm going to do some back of the envelope cal- envelope calculation here. So let's well, Santa see. Santa went to clean clean punishment years ago. <laughs> he's not using yeah, dirty coal anymore. Solar panels for the Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, thanks, Santa. This is actually pretty good. I'm going to be bad all the time now. No, he just gives them. He just skips a step and gives them blood diamonds. <laughs> okay, so anthracite. It's the same coal. thing, just compressed. Okay, so uh, volume of one cup of coal. That seems a little bit big. Let's see, uh, maybe half a cup of coal per child. Just one one lump of coal. 
Way. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, how much coal are you giving these little fuckers? I estimate this wouldn't have been a punishment back in the day no. either. Because yeah, that would have been like, oh shit, oh, you man. were bad, you got coal, we can live today. Hooray, we cool. can we can cook soup. <laughs> no more cold soup. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. Uh point two nine third of a pound. Point two nine pounds for a half a cup of coal, which let's say that's roughly one lump of coal. So mm-hmm. how many Christians in the world? I know I'm derailing you, but I want to do this. No, that's fine. Okay. There's math to there talk about. There are 2.1 billion Christians in the world. Um, so if How many of those are children, though? I don't know. Christians have a lot of children sometimes. How, maybe I can just... How many Christian children in the world? Are we that sounds of- oddly specific and like you're going to be on a watch list soon. Between 2010 and 2015, an estimated 223 billion, still Christianity. So let's just be weird and say that, uh, uh, you know, the four-person average household. Yeah, so So, like a quarter of the people in it are children. There you go. Uh, Well, I mean, that would be half. Parent, like mom, dad, kid, kid. And it's probably more than that. So I'm going to go 60% because a lot of these quiverful motherfuckers have a bunch of kids. So we'll round up. So 60% of 2.818 billion is uh, 1.2-ish, 1.25 billion, give or take. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's 1.25 billion children for at, at, oh, God, I have to get calculator out. (laughs) 1, 2, 5, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, times 0.29. Well, and that's assuming they're all bad. Yeah, I was going to say, you're assuming that 100% of these kids are assholes. Okay, so uh, can we agree on how many kids are assholes and how many aren't? Just a guess. And I'll just I divide mean, my I mean, for me, all number. kids are assholes, so I'm not going to argue yeah, with but you. You're I'm not just pointing Santa. out the problem here. You're not Santa. Let's say, let's just do half. Just, just quick and simple. So yeah. not counting all of the presents that are bound to be more expensive, we are talking seven and a quarter million pounds of coal. Probably yeah. in that neighborhood. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't think 850 pound reindeer are going to be able to pull that shit. And I think I that when all this weight comes on your roof, it's going to make more than a clatter. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out I, Look, there. it is quite a clatter. It's not just a clatter. <laughs> it does say quite I'll, a clatter in the poem. I, I'm pretty sure that the answer to that would be a huge thump and then crushing your roof. Uh, and then death. And I don't know what building codes were like in the early Santa days. But yeah, I mean, maybe when that poem there would be was a written, lot of poor families crushed to death in Santa-related building collapses. Well, it's okay because well, Santa, let's be fair, he doesn't Santa visit, doesn't poor, visit kids. poor kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's how that works. That's rough. He's, he's kind of classist. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, he's he's a dick. <laughs> Is Santa stopping by the workhouse, mummy? No. No. Get back to work. <laughs> Now throw your brother in the fire. We're getting cold. <laughs> but, Mummy, I was bad all year, and I was hoping it set to bring us a lump of coal. So, going back to your earlier point, Don, it could be a kind of weird Svalbard diker, okay. which are only about seven and a half pounds each. So that would be kind of akin to a pack of flying chihuahuas pulling a 300-pound man, his sleigh, all the toys and seven zillion pounds of coal. And that is already better than than the fucking reindeer by like a thousand yeah. times. 
I, I do like the mental image of that better. Especially because uh. they shiver all the time and not because they're cold, <laughs> just because they're chihuahuas. And so every time they land, they're just sitting on the roof, just shaking. Oh. <laughs> they'd also be, I assume they'd be cold during the flight yeah, portion yeah. as well. Yeah, they don't have yeah. a lot of hair. So what's the thrust to weight ratio of a diker? Or a yeah, um, well, I'll get to that part <laughs> here. They have, um, the internet has done an amazing amount of math. This is probably the best researched episode y'all are ever going to have. Okay. Um, because in order for Santa to make this journey, uh, these deer would need to travel 27.4 miles per second or 3,000 times the speed of sound okay. in order to make the deadline. That's amazing. That's how <laughs> so that figured this out. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of G-forces for poor Santa to have to deal with. Yeah, that's a lot of variables to try to 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 make up mm-hmm. <laughs> to figure out this kind of. So he's going that to figure out the dis. Is this just like linear distance that they figured out somehow? I have honestly no idea. I think I googled how fast do reindeer have to fly, and that was what came up. Yeah, because like, are Someone... they are they taking into account raising and lowering elevation when he's like crossing the ocean? Because that's going to add just... to like the parabolic arc is going to add to the distance. Are they figuring in stoppage time for for deliveries? Or yeah, that part I'm not really sure about because, and also like how how far do you think they're going to have to go? Because they're going to skip a whole bunch of Asia. Let's be fair. That's true. So you're going to make up a little bit right there, but there's no. Be there's a Gizmodo there. article, and it's can Santa Claus exist according to the laws of physics? <laughs> I will go ahead and link it for you guys to put in the show notes. Okay. But, yeah, someone has done the math on that, and I – oh, well, here you go. Um, yeah, there are 2 billion children in the world, but since Santa doesn't appear to handle the Muslim, Hindu, Jewish, and Buddhist children, that reduces the workload to 15% of the total. So, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> there are a lot a of lot Muslims of... and Hindus. <laughs> this is fucking of... great. That's a lot of like... uns- unsaved children. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get out there. To to save oh, these man. children, let's go to North Sentinel Island, you guys. He's gonna, yeah, I was gonna say Santa's gonna gotta hit up that island. <laughs> Santa gets down by arrows. That and would then, be amazing. And the Sentinelese um, guy who killed him has to become the next Santa. Border Patrol champs. <laughs> so this right here has the greatest sentence I've read in a while, and it's in conclusion: If Santa ever did deliver presents on Christmas Eve, he's dead now. And I'm like, he would be yeah. dead anyway. The historical guy was like. <laughs> several hundred years ago and also black yeah yeah Those or at least fact. north african so yeah dark moorish yeah yeah um but so basically the very first takeoff like he would have attempted a test flight and would have immediately been crushed to death yeah well now let's be fair the the population would have been smaller then That's so maybe true. that would have been a little bit less but on the other other hand, I know I have too many hands now. Um, the toys would have been heavier because nowadays you just have like fucking iPads and shit, and they're pretty light. Oh yeah, because there would have been a lot no, of wood. There's and metal. no plastics back yeah. then. Yeah, no. it's just all those <laughs> shitty wooden toys that you see in all the Christmas specials. Mm-hmm. All wood and pop metal. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Lead paint. I mean, well, come on. And still, that that coal adds up, even with a smaller population. And all yeah. the all the the stories of terrified Christmas Christmas. People waiting around. I fucked that up. <laughs> okay, start over. We'll edit the, it out. All the people waiting in terror as the just the constant sonic booms generated <laughs> by Santa breaking the sound barrier all night, all over the world. 
<laughs> Pretty sure someone would have seen those fuckers in that case, wouldn't they? Oh, so the, the burning reindeer pieces because they're not rated <laughs> for the friction going at that. <laughs> so, they're, they're I will like say the that if these deer are station. little dikers, um, it's awesome. Because the dikers secrete a kind of adhesive mucus from their hooves to keep them stable while climbing. So they could stay on the roof. All makes sense. they could fly there. There you go. And didn't burn up in the atmosphere. Now, how do you explain yep. the glowing red nose? Okay, Friction. so the glowing, glowing red nose would have to be bioluminescent snot. Okay. Oh, I thought it would just be on fire from going <laughs> 3,000 times the sound. They could, yeah, Rudolph is just the sacrificial guy in front who takes the heat for everybody else. He creates He's a bow the... wave, so everything, <laughs> like, the, the heat flows around the rest of the reindeer. Yeah, yeah. His original name was Ablative. Because <laughs> he's just the heat shield of the team. So it's Rudolph, won't mentioned... you guide my sleigh tonight? No, please, Santa, no. Please, no, Santa. <laughs> It's such an honor. No, Santa, it really isn't. <laughs> oh, God. It's great that you brought up names, though, because there's a little bit of debate on how many of these fuckers there are and what their names would be. Um, because obviously we've all heard the songs and shit because we're inundated with Christmas shit for two and a half months here in America. Dasher and Dancer, oh, Prancer and Vixen, Comet, Cuba, Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph. Yes. Is that, is that the Santa canon? That is the Santa canon, sort of. Well, that's that like from the home? song. Yeah, that's the Rudolph song canon. Yes. Now, L. Frank Baum of Wizard of Oz fame uh, did a story called The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. Okay, so how uh, does this... Adventures? How, yeah. How does like this story relate to the gold standard <laughs> in early 20th century America? I'm going to go with it probably doesn't, but I oh. haven't read the story, okay. so I can't. I can't verify that. All right. So... He wrote a story in 1902, which includes a list of 10 reindeer, none of which have anything to do with... Oh, no, it's not the song. We're so fucking dumb. It's in the poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, because he goes on, on dash or on dash on pre- Yeah, you're right, you're right. And then they just took it uh, for the... And Rudolph is yeah. non-canon, which is added in later. Yeah, for the cartoon and the comic and the song, and which is probably, probably written by a Jewish guy, because it's a Christmas song. You know, like all good Christmas songs are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in uh, L. Frank Baum's canon, uh, Flossy and Go- Glossy are Santa's principal reindeer. And then there are, <laughs> there's Racer and Pacer, Fearless and Peerless, Ready and Steady, and Feckless and Speckless. So. <laughs> okay, so I. Um, those are not as good. I'm no, they're really sure. not. So, so read, I, like, I, read, I, me, read me those names uh, again, because I'm pretty sure this actually is about the gold standard. Uh, in early 20th century economics. Hang on, I gotta go open it up again. Whee! Yeah. Although I am, I am very taken with the idea of Santa having turn of the century adventures <laughs> in his off time. That there's this. This sounds like this sounds like a Coen Brothers movie that I need to see. <laughs> yeah, with so. San- Santa riding with the Rough Riders and Cuba and fucking Tim Blake Nelson as an elf. He's He's working with early airplanes and dirigibles. And <laughs> this would oh, be amazing. Ho, ho. I think you probably shouldn't better. build that. Fill it with he- hydrogen. Ho, ho, ho. There's a, there's a mine strike and the Pinkertons show up, but then Santa's here to help. <laughs> oh, God. Nice little kids get opium for Christmas. 
Okay. He's touring the meatpacking plant with Upton Sinclair. Oh, this does. <laughs> please, Santa, this is naughty. This isn't how I run my plant at all. My elves have health insurance and union. They're unionized. Okay, so you what guys it, should know that I don't want sausages for Christmas, bitches. <laughs> Kaiser Wilhelm, you're a naughty boy. <laughs> so what? What? Are, give me these names again, because I, I think okay. I have a working theory for how this, like the Wizard of Oz, is actually about 19, uh, early 20th century economic theory. Flossy and glossy. Okay, gold is glossy. There we go. And they're leading the sleigh. All right, gold leads the way. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. So racer and pacer. So and right and and if we have this goal leading the way, then our economy can race towards success. I was hoping you weren't going to go with a weird racist overtone, but okay. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I was fearless, expecting half fearless. the names to be kind of racist. Say, say again. <laughs> fearless and peerless. Fearless and peerless. The gold standard is a peerless standard on which to base your money, and it shows that you are fearless of a nasty crash in your economy. You don't have to fear it because it's based with cold, hard gold. Which plainly will never run out and never decrease in value. No, never. That's how life yeah, works. It's, it's a peerless standard. Next. Mm, ready and steady. Okay. And so when you have a gold standard backing your money, your economy will stay steady and you will be ready for anything that uh, commerce across the world will throw at you. You're ready for mm. impending globalism with gold-backed money. And feckless and speckless. And, of course, leading the back of the herd, we have the shittiest reindeer who couldn't make it to the front. <laughs> feckless is obviously just a stand-in for William Jennings Bryan. As so many things are. Uh, and speckless, I'm kind of lost on speckless, but I'm pretty sure that William Jennings Bryan is the other one. So, there we go. Maybe that's the racist part. Who knows? Prove me wrong. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> All right. I told you it was about the gold standard. And then who is Santa? Uh, Santa is uh, Theodore Roosevelt. As always. That's, that's what I was hoping you would say. Yes. <laughs> Obvious. On Bully and Moose and... <laughs> On Gator and Elephant Gator, and yeah. Teddy or Kermit, my son, Kermit. <laughs> The little-known southern reindeer. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's a gator. I uh, took him out of, out of the yeah, bayou. That's Prancer's cousin, Gator. He got he uh, <laughs> he got a glowing green snout on him, and it's, uh, it's going to help the Santa uh, fly around. Uh, hey, in Santa, the, uh, you want some shrimp? <laughs> <laughs> I don't caught these dead. I caught these crawdaddies for you, Santa. Thank you for that coal, there. Uh. <laughs> so you may be saying to yourself, all of this sounds fucking maniacal. What the hell were these people on? And the answer to that might be, in fact, magic mushrooms. <gasps> I was oh, going to say mushrooms or ergot. Maybe ergot. <laughs> okay. So, and again, I have all, all this written up things? in my thing. You guys can click all these links at home at your leisure and find okay. out why I'm such a, a humbug about all this. So, okay. Um, so, did do the uh, Sami reindeer herders of the northern Laplands regularly eat psilocybin <laughs> mushrooms? <laughs> I need to ask. I need to ask one of my old anthro professors that because she studied them for seven fucking years. <laughs> I've seen their native costumes. They're high as fuck. Yeah, I've seen them. They're in. They're in fucking Frozen. They actually did a halfway yeah, decent job with the, with the costumes in Frozen. Oh right, that was interesting. Yeah. That yeah, they they the dude with the the not talking talking reindeer was a clearly a Sami. You could tell from his clothes. I was impressed by that. Anyway, upright, tell yeah. tell upright us about citizens. drugs. Hang on, All I got right. well, before I forget, Upright Citizens did a great bit on, on that particular Laplanders, uh, <laughs> Finnish reindeer herders. 
Because they had a guy who had unfocused anger, so he needed to find an ethnic group to hate. So he hated them. <laughs> and they, they're flipping through a book, and the first one they stop on our at, is just an astronaut. He goes, astronauts? Everyone hates them. <laughs> and then they flip over another page, and it's a, a, a Laplander, you know, a Swami, whatever they're called. A Swami. Yeah. I believe it's Swami. It's Swami. Swami. Yes. Well, it's spelled S-U-O, right? I think it's S-A-M-I or S-A-A-M-I. I think it was something different. Yeah. There's yeah, a different Finnish thing I'm thinking of. Probably. But it's, it's them. And then they agree that he hates them. So he hates Laplanders from then on. <laughs> and, and then after the sketch was over, they're like, yeah, you're going to need to take the introductory class at least one more time. <laughs> Just, you're not quite good enough at yes anding yet. So we'll see you back here at UCB Sunset next week. <laughs> All right. So according to one theory, the story of Santa and his flying reindeer can be traced to an unlikely source because Santa, and I quote, Santa is a modern counterpart of a shaman who consumed mind-altering plants and fungi to commune with the spirit world, said John Rush, an anthropologist and instructor at Sierra College in Rockland, California, which sounds to me like a whole bunch of bullshit. Well, yeah, I always thought that Santa was like very obviously a variation on the wild hunt. Yeah. Um, But I guess not. (laughs) <laughs> well, according no, to his no. theory, the legend of Santa derives from the shamans in the Siberian and Arctic regions who dropped into locals' teepee-like homes with a bag full of hallucinatory mushrooms as presents <laughs> in late December. And so the kids who got cold really were disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you got Everybody's, like, standing around a reindeer just staring it in the eye for four hours straight. This kid's like, oh, man, <laughs> my hands are kind of warm, I guess. <laughs> uh, people hundreds of years ago just... They had no creativity whatsoever. They had to directly observe something for them to get inspired. So, like, instead so of... Clearly, no one could have just made this up. No. There's no. a dude who yeah. brings you toys. Well, according to this really bummer article, he's like, everything about Christmas is from mushrooms. Because the red and white presents look like mushrooms. Why would you bring pine trees into your fucking house? <laughs> I mean, this smell, they smell good. Yeah, like that, I can think of plenty of reasons to bring a nice smelling pine into your house. <laughs> this, this seems like he's really fucking reaching. He really wants this to be about mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Well, I think mm-hmm. he started with it's mushrooms, and then just back, backfilled <laughs> it from there. And then yeah, filled it, it in from there. It's it's one of those things where like the the idea of somebody coming to your house in the winter, and if you're good, le- doing good stuff for you is like I can think of story two stories off the top of my head from two vastly different cultures where that's a thing. Yeah. Right, like there, most there's of your, most of your kindly wood spirits and the Dumbo right? boy and uh, Pomo boy and all that and, stuff. And like, and Zeus yeah. would do, Zeus did that shit uh, when he under the epithet, epithet of Zeus Xenios, he'd be you know he'd visit your house as a stranger who in need, and if you were nice to him, he'd be good to you, and if you weren't, he'd be a dick. Fucking Odin was the wanderer; he yeah. was the Gandalf, and would do that shit. So, yeah, like <laughs> it seems like this is just the theme that you don't have to put it down to a bunch of Sami eating shrooms. Well, someone at the bottom of this article essentially says the same thing as you, uh, Ronald Hutton, who's a historian, uh, and his uh, his logic is impeccable. It's, if you look at the evidence of Siberian shamanism, which I've done, you'll find that shamans didn't travel by sleigh, didn't usually deal with reindeer spirits, and very rarely took the mushrooms to get trances, and didn't have red and white clothes. <laughs> so, okay. fuck you, and the reindeer you rode in on... <laughs> The flying-ass reindeer that you rode in on, bitch. Now, they did, however, take a lot of meth, which could explain <laughs> the speed at which they delivered presents. 
<laughs> yes. And also the paranoia that Santa has. He has to check lists and then he has to check them again. Yeah, check it twice. Yeah. He can't trust. He does not trust himself to check it just once. So where do the elves come in? Were there just a lot of little people taking these shrooms? Did he, does he talk about that? Not as far as I can tell in the article. Oh. It's, it's essentially a whole lot of, yeah, but you see they had this and then they had this. And I'm like, uh, okay. Has, but there has, is like a, a tradition of like, you know, elves and shit in, in uh, like Norwegian yeah, mythology yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, so. like the, the Vikings basically invented elves as we think yeah. of them. And then Tolkien ripped them off. Yeah, well, he would tell you that he was preserving their shit or whatever, but... Yeah, sure he was. He was um, also kind of a dickbag. Uh, has anybody... Yeah. Is there a sketch comedy group who's ever done, like, ho, 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 we're visiting Santa's workshop, and it's just like a, it's like fucking Glorfindel and Elrond? <laughs> like, I really do not want to make any more of these toys for men-children. <laughs> You'll work if I say so, pointy ears. Constant... El orc raids. <laughs> beautiful. I, I found beautiful. a I found a permanent workforce. These motherfuckers don't die, and if they do, they come back. And I've lost and... a couple of them to the west. I'm not going to lie and say that I haven't, but and that's we call that the island of misfit swords. toys. <laughs> hey, I figured out the word I was trying to pronounce earlier. Mm. <laughs> oh. It's Suomi, which is Finnish for Finland. Oh. <laughs> so, there you go. I don't know why I pulled that up, but Suomi. that's what I was thinking of. You know one thing about Finland. You know two things about Finland. Reindeer herders yeah. and that they call their place Suomi. And, yep, where it's at and what they call it. Why don't we call it Suomi? I don't know. Because like we're racist? Why don't we call Japan Nippon? Yeah, that's another good question. Exactly. Or Deutschland or... or Whatever the hell France is called. Uh, France. France. <laughs> La France. <laughs> they at exactly. least try to just translate our name into their language. <laughs> you just go, oh, yes, aux états unis Yeah, exactly. They're not just like, oh, c'est uh, idiot. Or whatever. <laughs> Les idiots, uh, le... I don't know enough French. <laughs> the, the shot so. is sur la chaise. I know that. <laughs> The songs is sur le range. Bag it. Le songe est disparate. I will chase this cat ho 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 until I will I can I can have sex with her. <laughs> she is playing hard to get. Fucking rapist skunks. Yep. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, those right. have not aged terribly well. No, they re- they they've aged really poorly. Like the opposite of hate. <laughs> yeah. I was I was telling people that I watched uh, the Charlie Brown uh, Halloween special, and I was like, you know, uh, the boomers make fun of us for having really weird niche kind of humor, um, but we don't usually write jokes that depend on um, notarizing documents as a punchline. <laughs> so I don't really think that you guys have anywhere to fucking talk. Boy. Oh, yeah, but that David S. Pumpkins is just stupid. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand that. Thing. Why is Tom Hanks have a suit on? He's dancing. It's stupid. <laughs> Shouldn't he go be doing a Forrest Gump or something? There's barely a laugh track. How do I know when it's funny? <laughs> oh, my personal kryptonite. Especially, like I hate a lot of things about old Hanna Barbera cartoons, but the fact that they felt the need to put a laugh track into a goddamn cartoon. 
<laughs> That's yeah. a fact. And it's the worst laugh track. It's the same laugh every time. Because they had canned. Yeah, it's canned. They didn't do it yeah. in front of a live studio. Scooby-Doo was filmed in front of a live studio well, that, audience. That's a gag they did with the, uh, fucking boring. the the highly underrated and ahead of its time Clerks cartoon series that ran that had six episodes and ran for two. Um, yeah. <laughs> every every episode started with a gag like that. Like Randall goes, Clerks is drawn in front of a live studio audience. That was Bear Driving Car. <laughs> it's such a good show. The second episode was the clip show of the first episode. It's <laughs> fucking brilliant. So those are all of the flying reindeer facts that I have. Aside from the fact that NORAD does track them every fucking year, there's a site. And I'm guessing and they're not going at 3,000 times the speed of sound, according to NORAD? No, they're not. Um, because most of the time they're just like, oh, they're in New York now. Oh, and I'm like, okay. They, all right. they, fudge, they fudge their data a little bit. Probably. I'm you going, can't trust I'm those fuckers. Yes. They're, they've been hiding Fingers. aliens from us for decades. There's separate <laughs> ER people who do that, or there's some actual military person at NORAD who has to deal with that bullshit. I, I bet they hired a low guy on the totem pole to write an algorithm that they just replay every year on Christmas Eve night. I bet they, I bet they just hired it. They got one of their civilian contractors who makes flash site flash yeah. websites. Wouldn't it be great if they had they actually had an airplane with a transponder, a Santa transponder in it, and they just had him fly randomly around? It's like, all right, yep, just fly around New York. All right, you're good. You're clear. Go to Nebraska now. All right. Um, uh, this is some of the budget for this fiscal year. <laughs> this is uh, this is uh, Santa Claus speaking. Uh, I've got uh, delivery of presents here for uh, for uh, good girls and boys. So, I think this uh, is a good excuse to put the SR seventy one back into service. Oh yeah. <laughs> as long as we don't have X Men, this is the best excuse we're gonna find. I could talk about that thing for an hour. That is cr the insane part to me is that they put that thing together in the 60s. Yeah, dude, you got to come visit, and then we'll drive over to Dayton and go to the Air Force Museum. You can see one in person. I mean, they went from the first jet airplane in the 40s <laughs> to an to going faster than a rifle bullet in less than 20 years. Yep. Like 15 years later, they're like, uh, what kind of – we need a different metal because we're going too fast. Well, they went from a floating beeping ball to landing men on the moon in about 10 years. I mean, insane. They, this airplane I mean, unless, of course, you think it's aliens. It is. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it's Obviously. aliens. Fun fact. the, the look, This is the coolest airplane. You put gas in the thing, the fuel just pour, pours out of it as you're putting it in because they had to build it the space between the plates like they couldn't build the airplane exactly together because it expands so much so, so you have to have room for it to expand while it's flying yeah they had to build in all this space for the for everything to expand because it heats up so much so by the time it's in the air it can hold its fuel yeah it's like a <laughs> like when you design a barrel until you get it wet it's not gonna like you dry out a barrel it, it'll leak yeah. But then when you actually put liquid in it, then it expands. The staves absorb water and absorb it. Yeah. yeah. And then it's the size it's supposed <laughs> to be. But so it's just pouring crazy. gasoline out its butthole until it takes flight. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's not like pouring, pouring out, but it leaks. <laughs> That's because there's awesome. space. Yeah. Well, I found out that the history of the NORAD thing was actually because there was a screw up at the phones. 
they had like the red phone or whatever that just is supposed to go to the Pentagon and yeah. it rang and it was this little girl who was like, is this Santa Claus? <laughs> and so this dude had to like fucking pretend this Colonel dude's like, yeah, have you been good? So look, look, la- someone... look, Colonel kid. I just got done seeing some Elkhorns in a tree and naming this town Elkhorn. <laughs> I do not have time for your shit. Oh, if he had been thinking fast, he should answer in Russian. Well, what happened was, was Sears had a uh, private phone. It was supposed to be like a Santa line, and it was accidentally, they had a misprint, and it was the fucking NORAD phone. What are the chances? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm calling about then, my Sears dream book. They, <laughs> they, whatever they get, that was called. They get the, a call on a yeah, phone that's not supposed to ring. That's only supposed to be outgoing. Yeah. No, you answer yeah. it. It's never lit up before. <laughs> Is it so they have is it they have Commissioner the, the Gordon? website and then they have it on the the radio and they also have a fucking Twitter account. So yeah, no, I, if you have children that are tweeting, they can check out Santa Tracker. Yeah, they can check out Santa Tracker and all of the Tumblr pornographers who have moved to Twitter. <laughs> but nobody who's uh, tweeting thirst tweets at Tony the Tiger because they keep blocking that shit. Yep. Um, really, you just you pretty much that's, just need to follow happening. a handful of people. Yes, that has been happening uh. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where it's a fucking problem. Well, you know what, Tony the Tiger is quite sexy. Well, he's yeah. great. So, they knew what they were doing so when they the, threw him like the that. Muppets. People are brilliant, and I follow as many Muppets as I can, except Elmo, because fuck Elmo. And earlier yes. today, Gonzo tweeted, "Oh yeah, sure. When Santa lands on your roof and comes down your chimney, it's a good thing. But when I do it, I'm a quote public nuisance." Yeah, <laughs> and like it's not an, it's not like a new joke. It's an old joke, but Gonzo saying that is fucking funny because you're here. Well, welcome Gonzo to all voice. of the Muppets, Don. I know. I love all the right. Muppets. All right. So my real life cooler animal than imaginary flying reindeer is, in fact. The fanged deer. Oh, yeah. They're so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> they are weird. Those are in what, Vietnam? Um, They say Asia. There are a lot of Healthy China Asia. and India, Sri Lanka, Myanmar, Taiwan, that kind of thing. Um, They are very small, so they mm-hmm. could totally be our flying reindeer. I'm just saying. It's definitely a thing. Yep. But they look like they have fangs because they don't have horns. <laughs> so. so are they like yeah. tusks? Sort of, sort of. Are um, they are they mouth horns? <laughs> <laughs> mouth horns. So it's believed originally that all male deer had both antlers and husks, tusks, husks. not husks. What the fuck? Uh, but yes, you had to clear the husk people. off of them before you made deer on the cob. <laughs> Else you might get the deer silk stuck in your teeth, and we wouldn't want that. Now I'm imagining deer spiders. Thank you, Don. You're welcome. As though my nightmares needed more it, shit. You know, you live in Indiana, you get a summer job detasseling the deer. It's great. <laughs> and then in fall, you shoot them and eat them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as they evolved, larger species got bigger antlers and lost their fangs, while smaller deer kept their tusks and only developed teeny antlers. But they are so very small. When they're born, you can just, like, fit one in your hand. Oh, my God, I want one. Which is amazing. That's before they get the fangs, of course. Mm-hmm. So, I still want one. I know. They're super freaking cute. I can't deal with it. They're herbivores, though, so, so what do they you do don't with, have to worry about it. What do they do with the You don't fangs? have to worry about being eaten by fangy deer. What's, what's the, the, you happen to be lost in Myanmar. Are they, like, banicula, and they just suck the juices out of <laughs> The things that no, they it looks eat? like they just eat grass. Oh. They just that's instead of having them on, you know, big ass horns on their head, they have them on their face. Oh, they are mouth horns. Yeah, that's weird. Pretty much. 
I mean, I guess it works better than like the fucking Irish elk that died because its antlers got too big. Oh God, yeah, the megafauna. Yeah, the oh. like sexual selection. The ladies like, no, I want bigger antlers. No, I want bigger antlers. And like twenty generations later, they were so big they couldn't fuck. All those deer-sized queens. Gross. Yeah, I, know. I know. As opposed to the moose who are looking at it going, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. That's have... silly enough. <laughs> they are very silly and very fucking terrifying if you stand next to one. Mm-hmm. They're too but big. Moose? Yeah, moose are big. Mm-hmm. They're way too big. Yeah. They freak me out. And and uh, back to last week, though, two wolves can fucking kill the shit out of one. Yeah. yeah they're it's bad. true. A school bus, on the other hand, also <laughs> no. will kill them. Uh, Mythbusters tested that. They built a deer out of tires and rubber. I remember that, yeah. They, I forget what they were testing, but I remember them running a bunch of cars into the rubber deer, and it was awesome. Yeah. Was that part it of the... Pretty- they did a whole Alaska myth episode. Yeah, I think that, that was the Alaska one. one. Yeah. yeah. And they were yeah. talking about, like, uh, cabin fever and shit. And oh, I remember that one. And, and Jamie was just like, I could stay here for another six yeah. weeks. This is great. This is nice. And then Adam, <laughs> Adam went crazy in, like, five minutes. And yeah. who, who could have not predicted that? And then he built a Bigfoot <laughs> outfit to bother Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> because so he, there's a Bigfoot running around the side. So, oh, there's Adam in a Bigfoot costume. Well, That's I wish you would leave me alone. <laughs> I'm enjoying my solitude. I love those men. Yes. All but right. that is all I yeah. have for flying reindeer, guys. Nice. All right. So uh, we're at about 45 minutes. I think it's about time to call it. Any, Blake, any any last words you would like to leave us with? Uh, I do. Uh, several years ago, my dad's co-worker hit a moose. Oh, God. He just, his he car. Just, oh, he didn't just punch a moose? No. <laughs> and then like, fuck my, you. So my dad had to go pick him up. And on his way to pick him up, hit a different moose. <laughs> How do, you, how do you know it was a different moose? Well, because the other one was was dead several miles away. <laughs> but on the other hand, do you know it wasn't like a Jaws the Revenge kind of thing where it was like the wife of the first moose? Well, if that's true, she did a terrible job. Oh, God. Hey, Kevin so Smith, my, if you're listening. My mom went to pick them up. Go make moose jaws. Did not hit a moose. So Yay. So your mom won. Your, your yep. mom genocided the family of moose. Or there were just no did. moose left. That's... <laughs> phenomenal thank you for that blake all right everybody um don weren't you gonna give a shout out to the uh, artist for our image here oh yeah so uh uh yeah before i thank everyone for listening like i do every week uh we found that the bunyip picture we used and uh, a couple other pictures that we have used or will use in the future because we found this website called mythicalbeastwars.com are uh drawn by a person named snewrat and Snoo Rat just uh, appears to draw his own face on whatever creature this week's contest is. So uh, we have a Snoo Rat reindeer that's going to be our, our uh, cover art for this week. So thank we you. Ac- we accidentally found that. Yeah. Thank you, Snoo Rat. It was a weird coincidence that led, it, that led us to this. But hey. Cool. And thank yeah, you. Snoo Rat, yeah. if you want to be on this fucking podcast, hit them up. Yeah. We'll, we'll take that. So, for everybody else, thanks for listening, and goodbye. Merry Christmas. Uh, Yeah, that too.